Attention all filmmakers. You have short films or full features without a district. Come to www.fhffsd.org. That is the fantastic horror film festival. So hurry up. Submit now. Do you need key art poster for your horror project? Do you have a limited budget and about to hit the festival circuit? Are you looking for distribution and need visual art to help the process? Well, you're in luck. Go to www.posterlabworks.com and contact them for more information. They'll work with your budget and provide you some great key art. If you mention Gruesome Herzog when you contact them, they will include art for matching postcards and along with the poster. Contact them now. Hello everyone, this is Scott Guider, my co-host Johan Thomas, the Fantastic Horror Film Festival Episode 2, with our number two selection for 2014. It's Phoenix Song, and our guests is the lovely Kristen West and Katie Marzullo. Girls and Joanne, how are you? Doing great, Scott. <laughs> we're all talking at the same time. I love that. <laughs> Kristen, all right, Kristen, how are you? Welcome. I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Great. Thanks for coming on. And Katie, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. No problem, Joanne. As always, it's just a lovely honor to have you as my co-host. I am one of the co-founders of the Fantastic Horror Film Festival. Heavily involved in the selecting of our movies that we're going to be showing and this particular one is a short um, it's not your average horror movie and uh, although I have seen that it has been in numerous horror film festivals and has been out there a lot of different places correct girls? yes it has yes we've been on different continents as well We uh, uh, in December we were at Cinewest in Sydney, Australia. In fact, so we um, had our international premiere in December. And how did it go over there? I didn't get any feedback. Um, unfortunately, nobody from the cast or crew was actually able to make it out to Australia during the holidays. Of course. Um, I haven't gotten any direct feedback, but hopefully it was well received. Um, and hopefully one of these days uh, we'll be able to enjoy more international screenings. Well, one thing that I will say about the Aussies, I love their films. Their uh, style of filmmaking is different than ours. And uh, <clears throat> I think the British and the Australians and the Germans are very, very different taste in films than most Americans do. Of course, Gruesome mm-hmm. Herzog is German, uh, so I have that knack for having their same taste of films. But uh, I'm anxious to see you uh, later on to find out how it went. Yeah, I'd be interested too. I've been, uh, I think it was actually Kristen who told me that, you know, we should definitely try for some Australian markets because the subject matter of Phoenix Song is apparently something they're into over there, which I wouldn't have guessed, but um, apparently it was true. <laughs> You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised what they're into over there. I mean, some of their yeah. horror films they make are just phenomenal. I mean, I, I don't want to cut down any American filmmakers by no means, but, you know, like Wolf Creek came out in 2005, you know, it's based on a true story, but how they, just the, the, their idea of storytelling is just so off the wall neat, you know what I mean? It's like, 
when you're watching her films, you don't know where it's coming from next. I mean, there's American films like that as well, but I really enjoy... I, I, I guess because we don't live there, so the area, the scenes that we see, the sights, is different for us. Same goes for Australians and British. Our films are attractive to them because it's not what they see every day, so that could be a factor as well. Right. So That's true. How, how did you find out about the festival? Um, I actually found out um, about the festival through um, my manager, Matt Chasen. Um, he spoke very highly of the festival and of you and, and Mike, and um, I uh, approached Kate about it, and we decided to submit uh, Phoenix Song as, as a, uh, a music video fantasy short. Well, we weren't sure in, in the beginning what types of uh, movies we were going to actually present, and yours presented a totally different aspect of kind of horror, but not really. <laughs> oh, come on, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. I wasn't terrified when I when when no, I. No, I know, it. I know. Being involved in the social media for the film festival, and me and Mike and Joanne have had some conversations about you know running a festival to where we don't want. Here I'm saying we, but I'll just say we. We don't want. Uh, Films that are identical. We have to have a wide variety. Horror is used very loosely because you might get a film to where a girl gets raped and beat up, okay? Well, she goes and seeks revenge on the people who did that. That is a horror to a point, but it's also a thriller. So we're trying to like get a more of a wide variety for the fans to go see because somebody might go to the festival and say, hey, I don't like slashers. Well, then you might have... 29 other films that ain't slashers or whatever. Try and give the broad base for horror fans to be able to watch. So, you know, so I think your 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 Phoenix song is going to fit people who enjoy fantasy, who enjoy that type. So it's a good thing that Mike and Joanne are open to try and not be like a typical horror film festival. I mean, it's for the fans, but to try to be a little bit more open. You know what I mean? I think it's going to be very successful yeah. that way. One of the things I'm trying to do is get the closet horror fans out there and the, the, everybody in between that and, and hardcore horror fans. So we need some things that are a little bit different for those people mm-hmm. to bring, bring them out right. into out to see the festival. What I was going to say is that, you know, in the, in the industry as a whole, we see more genre blending. People don't just want the, you know, the shoot 'em up movies anymore. They're looking for, you know, a horror comedy. They're looking for, you know, a period horror. They're looking for, they're looking for horror plus. And even in other genres too, you see a lot of genre bending. You see a lot of genre yep. blending. And I think um, that was our interesting journey with Phoenix Song was, you know, well, people would ask us, well, what is it? Now, normally when you're trying to find a, you know, a a film festival home for a piece and people ask me, well, what is it? You kind of panic. <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't it obvious what it is? Yeah, but it's interesting because we've had it very well received as a women's film. We've had it well received as a fantasy film. We've had it well received as a, a, a costume piece. Um, and then we've had it well received as a, um, as a music video a, and a long form music video. And now, you know, a new a new thing with the Mash Flip Awards that are currently being voted on, it's now even nominated as an avant-garde piece, which I think, you know, 
not just in our in our project, but people are are, are hungry for um, material that is more complex. It's not just one flavor. There's a few other flavors in there that you can kind of sink your teeth into. And I think that's what people are looking for as well. And it's, it's such a credit to Mike and Joanne that they can be open to programming their festival in a way that's non-traditional, that, especially with piece, pieces that take risks like ours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just going to say that I'm looking forward to uh, Phoenix Song getting kind of that new audience and, you know, people who might not otherwise go and see a film like Phoenix Song will sit there and watch it and think, oh, okay, this is something different and interesting. Right. Um, and then have a whole new appreciation for that kind of genre, that kind of subject matter, or that kind of filmmaking or whatever that they might have not gone to the... Uh, film festival really anticipating so I think for that that'll I'm really excited about that well you, it's funny you said that because you're right because you know there, there's a bunch of uh, horror festivals and I'm not going to mention no names but you know most of them um, have horror films but with the fantastic horror film festival which I seem to really enjoy and why I am more than just a judge is to the fact is Joanna and Mike's mindset is exactly like mine to where, okay, if you want to do a film festival and there's a reason why they're doing this, which I'll get into, um, but to be able to be different to a lot of films that, like Phoenix Song wouldn't be accepted in some of these biggie horror festivals because it's not in their eyes a horror, which is fine. I mean, it, we all we all have our own tastes. But what I like about the fantastic horror film festival is, like I mentioned earlier, they're taking a wide left turn and occasional right turn, thinking, okay, you know what? Fans are going to be more. It's going to be more open to all types of. Fans, you know, and the fantastic means for fans, and I think that's one of the key points. I think why this festival is going to be so successful is people can come and say, "Hey, I don't want to watch that slasher film. I hate it. I don't want to watch that zombie film. I don't like it. But I'm going to watch this and this and this because it's more like an action thriller with a tad of horror." And I think that's what's going to make this festival very successful. So, by Phoenix Sun being accepted in this festival, it's going to possibly open doors to non-stubborn film festivals. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm being serious. Yeah. I mean, it's going to say, well, yeah, you know what? Sure. You know what? Wow, man. They were very successful, and we've seen their lineup. Maybe we might want to try and bend a little bit. You know, and you know, who knows? Mike and Joanne could start a trend. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Because um, we can't, because uh, Phoenix Song is, at the heart of it, it's, it's kind of one of those, you know, kind of new-agey, touchy-feely kind of movies, you know. But the mm-hmm. ironic thing is, is those kind of film festivals won't touch it. Um, I we've <laughs> we've uh, we've submitted to several, and for whatever reasons that I can't even comprehend, they either don't think it's you know it's new-agey enough, or maybe it just goes over their head. I don't know. But I just find it very ironic that the genre that it's it's actually geared towards, those people 
won't <laughs> aren't, aren't accepting it to their festivals. So uh, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of sad. Um, so hopefully we'll we'll reach those people. Hopefully it's a fantastic Orville festival. I'm going to say something that I frankly don't give a shit who, what film festival director hears me. My experience over the last four years as far as being a reviewer, um, a lot of these film festivals are more into taking your money and not even watching it and then sending a letter saying, oh, oh we're sorry, but uh, it wasn't accepted in our festival. It happens everywhere. I'm not picking just certain ones. and That's just the way it is. But you know damn well that a lot of these festivals are in these te- states that, you know, the awards goes to the filmmakers that are from that state. It happens, and I'm not saying anyone in particular. That's why I say it again about the Fantastic Horror Film Festival. It's in California, but we only have one short film that's California-based, and then your uh, Phoenix Song. All the rest of them are in my way in, in the East Coast. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Which, you know what, it, it kind of works out better that way, I mean, to a point, because people in the East Coast don't get a chance to get their films seen in the West Coast. So this yes. is like making it easier for them, the ones that get selected. Of course, they're going to pay their way there, but they get two VIP passes, so they'll be able to mingle with the West Coast filmmakers to get together and talk. So I think, I mean, the way it's turning out now, it might be the way it should be. I mean, of course, California can submit, of course. I mean, it's not that far of a travel for them, but it's, it's kind of nice. It's kind of funny, like me and Joanne and Mike talk all the time. It's like we, we're getting from New York and, and uh, what? What we got so far? New York, Florida, uh, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania uh, Kentucky, Tennessee. It's just weird how, I mean, I, I like how the Fantastic Horror Film Festival is going. Um, you know, there's bumps and bruises with... These film festivals are gouging the filmmaker. And here's my response to them in the email. I say, well, if you think that your film isn't worth that kind of money, then don't, then don't submit it. Simple as that. Have to, you know, if you have faith in your film, spend the money. If you don't, then don't. You know? It's tax deductible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I to think about it. Um, one of the questions I had for you guys is, is your music all original? Um, it was composed by Joanne Higginbottom, who is actually from Wales. Um, she came out here. She's actually uh, she's working for Tyler Bates, um, film composer. He does all like the Zack Snyder movies and all mm-hmm, those. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's she works for him. She does film composing on the side, and she also has a rock band. So um, wow. she's very, very kind of all over the place. And um, she actually did the music for my thesis film when I was in film school. So I knew her from that. And obviously when Phoenix Song came up, I knew exactly who to turn to. Um, so she composed the music. I wrote the lyrics, um, which she insisted. <laughs> and, yeah, she's she rocked it for sure. Interesting. Now, Kristen, I'm going to start with you. Um you mentioned that Matt Matt Chasen is your manager, correct? Yes. Um, How did you come across Matt? Um, I met him through one of his other clients, and I actually, um, the first time Matt and I ever talked was at Shockfest uh, last year, believe it or not. Cool. Um, I was so at I met him through, I had a referral through one of his other clients, and then um, I met him at Shockfest, and uh, it's been a half percent. Sweet. Yeah, Matt? Um, yeah. 
Matt is a. Uh, it's funny how we got to meet each other. It was actually through LinkedIn of all places, uh, back in 2010. <laughs> yeah, I was doing review sites, you know, doing reviews, you know, when I first got started, and uh, he sent me a message on LinkedIn, and that's how he got in contact, and, we, and we've been talking. You know, pretty much non-stop interviewing his clients and stuff, you know, from the past and stuff. But, yeah, Matt and I, we have history. We, uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun, but, uh, Matt is a good, a good, a good guy and, and, uh, a good manager because I, from his clients that I see that are very happy, so. Yeah, he's a, he's a, you know, he's a great publicist. He's a great marketer. You know, any indie filmmaker should really, if they really want their film to go, you know, somewhere and really be seen, you know, engage a good publicist, and, and that's exceptional. Yep, exactly. Really Katie, exceptional what he does. Katie, is that your manager too? Um, I don't have a manager. Um, however, I I have recently been um, corresponding with Matt, mm-hmm. um, and so far I find him to be very open and um, eager um, to help out with the the indie film world um, so I'll probably be in contact with him continuously for my next projects that I have coming up so Sweet. Uh, yeah um, he seems like a really cool guy <laughs> yep. talking about next projects um, now you've already submitted your next project to our festival even though it's not finished could you tell us a little bit about it yeah um, Fitz Helena Drive um, that is I, the one you're talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, that one um, was produced by um, a couple people from Phoenix Song. We kind of broke off and formed like a little production group of our own. There's about six of us, um, just because we wanted to continue working with each other on uh, future projects. So we were kicking around some ideas, and um, I had come up with a short little script. Um, I guess this is a spoiler alert, but um, it's actually a murder mystery. I'll try not to give too much away, but it's a murder mystery. That's yeah, that's, really... that's all you have to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we that, don't, you know, we it, don't want everybody to know about it before it gets here. I'm intrigued, though. I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's 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 um it's it's Hollywood. It's got a t- it has ties to Hollywood, um and it's a it's a period piece sort of, um and it's a it's a short little almost it's not really found footage but it's kind of like surveillance footage sort of that kind of look to it. No, I'm really intrigued. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, um, so we're we, we're nearing a rough cut on that now. It should be done within about a week or so. So, um, yeah, in about hopefully hopefully in about a month it'll be 100. percent Go Katie, go Katie, go Katie, go Katie. <laughs> so, so, Katie, are you coming down to the festival? Oh, absolutely! I can't wait. <laughs> well, see, I know Kristen's going to be here because she's one of our presenters at our. Uh, award ceremony. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. and, yeah. I'm and very Matt, excited about that. I haven't picked out my dress yet. Well, <laughs> wait, well, we're gonna we're gonna tell everybody because people don't, a lot of people that are coming don't haven't ever been to one of these. Um, where it's basically right. semi semi formal, not formal, because I don't think the okay. people coming from the East Coast will um, want to rent tuxedos when they get here. I'm wearing but, shorts and a shirt. I don't think so. <laughs> yes, I am. 
I'll kick your butt. And that was being nice. Um, Whatever. Uh, but the other thing you might want to know is that we are going to be live streaming our award ceremony to Russia. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, of course, since it's, since it's live streaming, we can also add basically there, – there's a deal set up for this. Um, they're streaming something here. We're streaming something there. And basically that means it's, it's gonna, it can be screen, uh, viewed worldwide. So anybody that you know can't come, they're going to be able to actually watch the award ceremony. And we've got some really fun stuff planned. We've got actually we've got mesmerizing Mo is going to do a little act in our, our uh, in the in the middle He's of all awards. And uh, but I told her I wanted her to convince the whole audience that that any any time they heard the word fantastic, they would think about talk about our festival. <laughs> <laughs> I met her. I met I met Mo Kelly a few weeks ago, and she is I mean she is amazingly entertaining, bubbly, effervescent, wonderful woman. So that she's going to be great entertainment. That's a home run right there. Yeah, I I think it's going to be well worth coming to. That's for sure. We know that both of you are going to be there. We know that, with the exception of one of our. Uh, Selections that we have already put out. Um, everybody's going to be there. Awesome. So, oh, that's awesome. You know, and in fact, uh, for like for Krampus, we're going to have uh, Jason Hall, the director, and um, AJ Leslie, who is the uh, lead in the movie, and someone else I can't remember who. But they're all coming, and, and they're bringing like their wives and whatever. So, you know, that's six people they're from Pennsylvania, just, right? Yeah. Yeah, from Pennsylvania, okay. and so the, so all of all of our filmmakers are really excited about the, the opportunity to come and meet some of the people out here and have their big West Coast premiere. <laughs> but I think that's really good because you know when Scott was talking about you know people kind of sticking to their state and the film festivals in their state, the, the industry itself because of of state tax incentives kind of encourages the film industry to become more and more localized and insular. You know, all people, I know like in Texas, because I, I grew up in Texas, that, you know, keep keep the talent in Texas, make the movies in Texas, and that's great, it's wonderful. But people do need to branch out. They need to, you know, get out of their bubble. And I think this is a good opportunity for people all over the United States who are interested in the genre to really get out of their bubble and see what other people are doing. I was I was asking Katie, I said, Katie, do you remember when we went to the Producers Guild Conference and they were doing that seminar on um, local production seminars, the one about Pittsburgh, seminar about local production centers, and they were talking about Detroit and Pittsburgh and how they wanted to create oh, yeah. local production and kind of decentralize yeah, the film industry. Yeah, that guy was really, really into Pittsburgh. <laughs> Yeah, and people. What my point is, people get like that. They get, you know, it, they get kind of into their home team, and then they don't see the bigger playing field of what's around them. Right. And I think it's yeah. yeah I think it's good that you're giving giving everybody an opportunity. You know, people in LA tend to only see LA, and people in 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 these places maybe only are seeing themselves. And it's good, to, you know, look at other other filmmakers and what what's coming out of different parts of the country too 
but it'd be my first time in San Diego at least, so we'll see. You know, I'll be there causing havoc, wearing my shorts and the t-shirt, you know. And I'll be walking around behind him with my foot in his ass. Oh my. Oh. He better be careful. My, my bodyguard, Lynn Lowry, is going to be there, so you better be damn careful. Well, hell, I got my husband and uh, Bill. Oh, your husband you Bill? <laughs> Lynn Lowry will kick both of their asses. <laughs> okay, okay. So, Chris, so you were in um, Billy Pond's movie? Yes, I was in Circus of the Dead, uh, directed by Billy Pond with Bill O'Burst. You're going to be doing a lot of double duty here. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to grow two more heads and probably two other sets of arms. <laughs> uh, you'll have it's okay, fun. I think they'll fully grow in by October if I, if I you know, take my vitamins. <laughs> but that yes, was fun. That was fun. I got to go to Odessa. In Odessa. Summer. In the yeah. heat? Oh, yeah, that in sounds like a lot of fun. Well, it's surreal because you, you go down, you know, and I grew up in Texas, you, you're, you're descending on the plane, and all you see are the, this flat land and all of these little oil wells just going up and down and up and down. And, I mean, all you see is oil wells. <laughs> was like, whoa, I'm in a stereotype. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it was just interesting. But that that film has a lot of heart. Uh, I mean, it's it's gruesome, it's brutal. But, you know, the cast and the crew and the the local people there that pitched in to really help make that film happen has and have a lot of heart. Um, So it's going to be cool to see how that turns out. I find that most people that I have met who are uh, into horror actually do have a big heart. They're, they're, they're very caring people, and they care about each other and the industry in itself, for the most part. And that's really a good thing. It's like a one, one big family. And mm-hmm. everybody coming here, they're going to add people to their families. Exactly. Yeah, and that, you know, I think that's what it's about. And like real networking, not like, oh, can you work hard? You know, like really connecting with people. That's one of the things, too, is I think taking people out of the L.A. fishbowl, you know, is a good idea because then people, you know, people have less of a veneer about them, a little less plastic. And San Diego, it's a relaxed, cool, chill kind of town, and people can really you know, connect. And I think that's, that's one of the great things, too, is, you know, that I think this festival can really create a vibe where people can really genuinely connect and collaborate with each other and not feel that, that I don't know what to call it, really. I mean, LA has a culture that's very, very flash and sometimes not so much substance. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's going to be good for people to get out of that and just really talk about making art and making horror and, you know, scaring the crap out of each other. I think that's an important part, too. And, and not being on Facebook. Just think about that. Exactly. I mean, cause, I mean, I've made a lot of connections through Facebook, but it's not the same as talking to someone on the phone or meeting them in person and finding that you have something in common and you can sit down and talk about that and then it leads to another conversation another one and before you know it you're best friends you know <laughs> exactly hey Katie um, there's a short film that you directed called Minette in 2010 what's that all about 
that was my thesis film for film school. Okay. Um, that was, it was based on a true story, a true woman who lived, um, the Duchess of Orleans of France. Um, she was, uh, the sister-in-law of Louis the Fourteenth. She was married to, uh, his brother, unfortunately for her. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and it was, it, it's another little sort of long form music video, um, just kind of based on a specific incident where a, a courtier was sort of wooing her and how she was interested, but she had her duty and she was married to this asshole. So, you know, it was kind of that whole, uh, that whole dilemma. Um, and yeah, and those characters actually show up <laughs> again in Phoenix Song. So, um, seems to be kind of an Easter egg. I think I'm probably going to have to put them somewhere in my next films or whatever. I think it's going to become a motif. <laughs> now, now, is it available to be, to be seen? What's that? Is that, available to, is that available to be watched anywhere? Yes, that's that's on YouTube. It's on Vimeo. Oh, it's sweet. all over. I'll it's, check it out. It's out there. Yeah, um, out. and again, that was also composed by Joanne Higginbottom, who also did the music for Phoenix Song. It looks interesting. Yeah, it was good times. <laughs> now you Very also, expensive. yeah, you also you directed a um, TV series, Miracle Mile Girls. Yeah, that's yeah. how Kate and I first met each other. Yeah, yeah. that's how Kate and I first met each other. Um, it it was a it was a web series um, that um, had an incarnation of a short as a short film uh, that was actually at um, Con Short Film Corner. Was it three years ago, Kate? Time flies by. I think it was about yeah. three years ago. And it's yeah, basically, yeah. Um, yeah, it's basically about um, um, a actress in Hollywood who is struggling to find a roommate and has all of these obstacles and challenges. Um, it's very much an LA local kind of story, um, but we had a lot of fun um, um, doing that, and that's how um, Kate and I got connected. Actually, was uh, through that project. She directed it. I was the uh, line producer on that project and also uh, acted in it. Oh, cool. So. Right. Well, I always thought to myself, even before I came out here, that I wasn't going to be one of those people that, you know, casts the same people or works with all the same people, blah, blah, blah. But once you're actually out here and you're doing it, it becomes hard, not because, you know, you're lazy or just because, oh, I know what that person can do. What it really comes down to is, who you can trust in chemistry and yeah and and I've, I've found that you know in my case anyway there's only like a small handful of people that I know not only can they do the job but I know I can count on them to follow through you know what I mean right, right. so um, if, if I'm in my head choosing between two actors and one might be more right for the role but that person is like impossible to get a hold of Right. I'm going to go for the person that I know is actually going to show up. You know what I mean? Right, Even if right. they're not as right for the role. So for me, it it it's kind of there are a whole bunch of different factors involved. Right. And a lot of times, I will lean more towards accountability and enthusiasm than whether or not they're like perfect for the role. Right. So that's something as a director that I have to consider. Sure. Sure. I think that's also a test to the the value of referrals because. Um, with um, some of our work with Phoenix Renovators, 
which definitely the drive came out of, and we have a, a few other shorts uh, there too. And some of the actors we brought in, we we had a friend of a friend uh, doing the acting, and um, that's great. Um, so it, it another important part too with the trust and the and the reliability is you know just making good friendships and and you know having people who will refer you to someone else. It is very much referral. Right. Based industry. Yep. Well, yeah. I'm I'm going to touch on one more short film, Kristen, and um, mm-hmm. execs in charge in 2013. Tell listeners exactly what oh, that's yeah. about. That is, it's that that's an interesting short. It's um, it's basically about two executives, very snotty, yucky, um, um, record company executives who are basically sitting there kind of over and vibing and really judging this poor indie guitarist girl on stage and just really ripping her apart. Mm. And really, the, the issue is they're both so devoid of passion and talent that all they can do is tear other people apart. Uh. It's, a, it's a sort of a sarcasm-based piece. It's, it's kind of a commentary on the artistic culture that we're in here. Um, but it's it's an inter- it was an interesting thing for me to act because I kind of know what it's like to be that person playing the guitar and putting it all out there and maybe not hitting every note, maybe not 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 as much polish as I like. But I also know what it's like to kind of sit and look at other people's work and go, hmm. Right. So yeah, it's 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 a very kind of dry, dark comedy, I would say. Hmm. Now, is that available anywhere, do you know of? Are we still in the editing room on that, Katie? I, 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 I'm, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I have no idea. <laughs> but, uh... Okay, so, you know, we're, we, we had um, uh, the director that, uh, the, the writer-director is still probably in the editing room on that one. Um, that one should, I would anticipate that one should be out by spring. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing it. So. Okay. Yep. Wow. Girls, girls, tell her to open her damn mouth. Go ahead, say. I talk. I talk. I'm interested in what other people say. Oh, I get you. You know. <laughs> and, and you're my bull. You're the biggest bully in my life. So, you know. How am I a bully? Listen to you. Do you listen to yourself? <laughs> now I'm going to start crying. Oh God. <laughs> Anyways. Just ignore him. Oh, they have been. What are you talking about? Can't <laughs> do an interview for annoying him. <laughs> Anyways, uh I'll let Joanne talk in a few seconds, but I just wanna say right now I wanna thank you girls for coming on. Each one of you have a talent as far as a right a director, you know, uh uh sound assistant or however or a producer or it's just nice to see people like yourselves to intertwine and work with each other to make it a successful, you know, career. So, bravo to you guys, girls. Excuse thank me. you very much. Yep. Well, I agree with Scott. I think that uh, you guys are doing some good work, and we are really glad to be showing your film. And hopefully, we'll show two of your films. Fifth, Helena Drive. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we're very honored to have um, submitted and been accepted for Phoenix Song, and 
um, we're also very, very honored that you're considering definitely the drive as well. And, and I can't tell you how much it means to us that you've given us your time and your attention to, to this. I always call Phoenix Song the little project that could because it had very humble beginnings. We didn't have the big budget. We had people really dedicating themselves to meeting and doing the pre-production. And I think for me it exceeded my wildest expectations of success for 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 what we worked with. Um, right. And I'm just very honored that um, San Diego is opening up its, its heart and its theaters to, to show this. And I would like to thank you and... Mike and Scott for for really opening your minds to it as well because it's not that you know there's no chainsaw in Phoenix songs <laughs> <laughs> no one's getting slashed up or cut into bits damn um, it's their soul but but you know it, it does have you know it does have an audience that's kind of a, a niche of of fantasy and horror that you know I think might might find it of, of value and I really want to thank you all for really having that open mind. You know, and it, it's kind of hard. I remember when I was first starting film acting, because I started out on a stage, I hated watching those clips of myself. <laughs> I was so judgmental of myself. Oh, my God, how uh, did I drink that much? I know. <laughs> you know. That sounds like me oh, when I first started doing really look like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All those little things. Honestly. Yeah, anyways, uh, I want to thank you girls for coming on. Uh, can't wait to meet you girls in San Diego if it works out. And, uh, Absolutely. It'd be fun. And then you can yeah, watch it. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, Scott will be there if I have to drive to Pennsylvania and bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Make sure you videotape it. Or you know what? Put it on live stream. Oh, actually, my, my wife will keep me straight, so I'll have to be nice to Joanne, so... <laughs> alright well thanks a lot for coming on uh, like I said I can't wait to meet your girls then it'll be fun and then I can slap Matt while I'm thank there too thank you so much mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I can't wait so to meet you too you know, it's weird I have a lot of voices and, and like still pictures sometimes with people because of Facebook <laughs> and sometimes I'll have voices yeah. I think Joanne the other night didn't I think it was so nice to have a voice to a face yeah. <laughs> yes, you did say yeah, that. For sure. All right, Miss. All right, Miss West. Great talking Thank to you. you, Katie and Christy. Kristen, excuse <laughs> me. Two Thank fabulous you so young much, ladies. ladies. Thank you, guys. Thank uh, you, Joanne. It was a pleasure. That was awesome. So, Perfect. Well, thank you very much. You take care, and uh, we'll talk again. All You're right. Awesome. Thank you. You all have a good night, and good night, Kate. Good night. Okay, you too. You too. Take care. We'll see you. Bye. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye.